Welcome to Readers of the Lost Drafts. I'm your co-host, Zach. And I am Eric. <laughs> just just a guest speaker for today. Hey, no, I'm a co-host, too. <laughs> All right, and then uh, this episode, we will be covering <laughs> the script titled Asylum. This is written by Andrew Kevin Walker. The current revisions by Akiva Goldsman. And based on Warner Brothers characters created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Suster. That's for Superman. And Bob Kane is for Batman. Yep. Uh, this is... This draft is dated June 21st, 2002. Yep. I have some notes because I take notes. <laughs> All right, so Batman well, Begins wait, wait, wait. came out in 2005. Okay. What? No, no, no. I was just going to get info on the writer. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say he wrote seven, uh, eight millimeter, if that's a movie you care about, mm. uh, Sleepy oh. Hollow, <laughs> The Wolfman. The Wolfman? Yep. What'd you say? The Wolfman. I think it's just my <laughs> side of Pennsylvania kind of thing. I guess. Can't use your L's. <laughs> okay, so I thought this guy wrote Zodiac, but I guess I'm wrong. <sighs> Dead wrong. Oh, I was thinking of James Vanderbilt. Okay, mm. never mind. So he still wrote seven, so that's pretty good. He also wrote one episode of Tales from the Crypt titled Well-Cooked Hams. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that now. But yeah, anything else about Akiva or yeah, I guess anybody we could else? Look Akiva up here. Ooh, Akiva Goldsman. All right, so oh, he's producer here. Writer. Uh, oh, yep. boy. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he wrote Batman Forever, and he wrote A Time to Kill. Batman and Robin, Lost in Space from 1998, Practical Magic, A Beautiful Mind, iRobot, Cinderella Man, The Da Vinci Code, I Am Legend, Angels and Demons, 12 episodes of Fringe, uh, he wrote Insurgent, he's writing the Transformers spinoff. As well as uh, doing the story for 6, 7, and 8 of Transformers. And he did the screenplay for Rings, which is, I think, like a remake of The Ring or a prequel or something. Of course. Yeah, it's a, a, another sequel to The Ring. And he's doing the screenplay for The Dark Tower. So... I have mixed feelings about this man. Yeah, like half of his <laughs> stuff is really good, and then the other half is just garbage. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I can't. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, man. If I would have known that going in, I would have been a little less excited, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, like, 
I wonder if he was the good part or the bad parts of like these movies that he's written. <laughs> like, I wonder if there's co-writers with all these other ones. I feel like it because hmm. I don't know. Maybe he just did touch-ups like he did with this script. Yeah, that could be. Well, let's see here. Um, okay, yeah, there are quite a few people credited on Batman Forever. There's like three different people, so I feel like he could have mm. just been like a guy to like punch up the script or something like that, and they gave him a credit. But but I think he he does have the official writer title for Batman and Robin. Does he? I believe. Oh yeah. So him by himself. <sighs> but then. Maybe Joel is the one that fucked it up. Probably. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, if he's, if Joel's the one directing it, then he probably was like, all right, I want all these things in the movie. And then, you know, this Akiva guy is like, uh, all right. <laughs> that's what you want. Because yep. he, did, he did write A Beautiful Mind, which is a great movie. Yeah, he definitely has some great credits here. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Maybe we'll never know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, so yeah. Yeah. Fair, two fairly good writers, potentially. Right. At least one. <laughs> yeah. One and a half. We'll go with that. <laughs> one and a half. Yes. Oh man. Uh, timeline wise, in yeah. the real world. Uh, this draft came out in 2002. I imagine this is one of the uh, Batman scripts they were looking to re uh, reboot with. Yes, there, because there were a Batman couple Begins, other ones. Right, I know there's like a lot. Yeah, from what I heard. But uh, yeah, Batman Begins came out in 2005, and Superman Returns came out in 2006. Yeah, so. This might have been thrown around for both properties at the same time, possibly. But I doubt it for Superman because. Well, I I, I don't okay. Know. Well, let's let's talk about why we, <laughs> uh, skit like jumped from J.J. Abrams Superman over to this one. Oh, I <laughs> I was like, I don't know, ten pages into that script. And I was like, I'm going to look up, like, why this movie didn't get made or, like, you know, just kind of look up the history of what was going on. Right. And I, like, stumbled upon the fact that there was a Batman versus Superman movie written in 2002 that never got made. So I was like, oh, maybe we should do that one because that one would be, you know, even more relevant. But right. As far as Batman, uh, there were a couple different pitches. One was pitched by Joss Whedon. And what? <laughs> uh, I don't think he actually wrote anything. I think he just was like, hey, this is my idea for a new Batman. Mm. Um, and they were actually develop. They started developing a live screen Batman Beyond movie. Uh, mm. in 2000 so 
then then uh you probably heard about the Darren Aronofsky Batman year yes. one that was getting thrown around for a while. Um oh. and let's see. Then they tried this and then they uh brought in um Christopher Nolan to do to write a the Batman Begins script. I guess that turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> but yeah, the the one thing about the J.J. Abrams script, which I didn't realize, was that he wrote it at a time when he really wasn't at like the peak of his, you know, career. Like he wrote it before even Lost or any of that stuff that he got really super famous for and everything. And that script was actually about to be made. It was green-lighted with Mick G directing. And then he dropped out to do Charlie's Angels 2. (laughs) And then then they brought on uh, Wolfgang Peterson to direct, who, if you're not aware of him, he is the guy who did Air Force One and Troy and The NeverEnding Story, The Perfect Storm. A lot of good stuff. And then uh, then Andrew Kevin Walker pitched this movie in 2001. So it sounds like he just wrote it and then pitched it to Warner Brothers or something. And then they were like, oh, that sounds really awesome. And then they brought wolfgang peterson over to this movie and then i think they just abandoned it for whatever reason so yeah it was the filming was i think set to start in 2003 but it was put on hold so yep Hmm. oh wow interesting note in the opening scene of i am legend a billboard displays the superman symbol within the batman symbol in times square and it was it was meant as an in joke by the film's writer Akiva Goldsman, who wrote the script for Batman oh. versus Superman. So yeah, there we go. It's pretty great. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's kind of some more backstory on that. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, I don't know. I'll I'll probably get into this as we're going into the actual script, but. The deeper we got, the more I felt like this is supposed to be an animated movie. I honestly got that same feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a mixture between the Batman animated series, The Dark Knight, and... uh, I don't know. There was something else I was thinking. Maybe a dash of Batman Forever? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I remember there were three that I was uh, thinking of, but can't remember the third one. Yeah. Now. But anyway. Well, I see DC didn't really start their animated stuff, like their recent animated stuff, until like uh, 2007. Oh, uh, okay. So this probably wasn't in the pipeline for an animated movie. Yeah. But um, it probably would have worked better, honestly. Yeah. When you get to like, we'll get to the Jeeves, I guess. Yeah. 
but yeah, um, I don't really know what else to talk about going into it. Yeah, I think that about does it. But yeah, when did you start thinking, okay, this is kind of animated? Um, let's see. I would say as soon as Batman starts like going to the old villains like yeah. when he when he starts meeting up his old with his old uh nemeses <laughs> yeah cuz each one is a little more eccentric than the last one and yeah i yeah. in my mind i just kind of pictured it animated for yeah for those parts. i mean probably somewhere after the first act i'm like Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem very live action. Some of it does, but other parts don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like Paul Denny was involved because a lot of the Batman dialogue really sounds like Kevin Conroy to me. Mm, yeah. I feel like a lot of the Superman dialogue in here fit uh, Tim Daly from the animated series. Oh, it's Daly. Tim Daly. I say Dally, because there's not an I in it. <laughs> As you like it. Oh, wow. I just realized it's Clark Jerome Kent. Never knew his middle name. Oh. Hmm. And you didn't watch Batman vs. Superman, did you? I have not seen it yet. Okay. I feel like every other review we've done, you've seen the movie <laughs> right before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, it was one of us. Yep. So, I'll still avoid spoilers, because we're relevant. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> A week late, but, but yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so can I go for it? Yeah. Because you probably don't care. Yeah, I'll see it. I mean, you honestly, if you're going in to watch it, you're probably going to know what's going to happen. Yeah, I feel like I can probably guess already what's... It's going down. I mean, there's a few surprises. Don't get me wrong, but we should probably talk about the script in front of our faces by now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, exterior Metropolis. So, yeah, we just start out in Metropolis at just a very sunny, happy place because Superman's in charge. Uh, just a lot of pedestrians walking around. Probably a lot of, probably a good scene for opening credits, I imagine. Mm, yeah. And then and kind we of like find... a like a Terminator Two vibe with the traffic and <laughs> like what part? Like the opening credits, like with the, the oh. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even the same music, you could just leave it all. Yeah, let's just use just reuse yeah, the footage. Yeah. That. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> edit together our own Batman versus Superman based on the script. Yes. I'm sure it can be done. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right, we get to uh, City Hall, which is next to a grassy Central Park type area, where we find the Freedom Monument, which is about 700 feet tall. I'm not. I'm still not sure what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, it doesn't really give too much of a like description of it. 
Yeah, just uh, silver and uh, glass domed top. Yeah. I'm sure the production design will make it look good. <laughs> and yeah, just a bunch of flags of many nations around it. So just imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> and then out of nowhere, a heavy-duty delivery truck has jumped off the sidewalk, raging across the mall, smashing a park bench to smithereens. Oh, and it's towing a trailer that carries a black all-terrain SUV facing backwards. Hmm. And then, you know, uh, car mayhem, truck spin around. Then a ski mask terrorist <laughs> emerges from behind the wheel. Uh, all black, bulletproof vest, uh, automatic handgun. Uh, starts a gunfight with two security guards that just happen to be around, I guess. And I just love... <laughs> <laughs> like uh, It's a pretty straightforward script, but once in a while there's exclamation points yeah. in the middle of the action. <laughs> Mind- <laughs> like they're just really excited. Reminded me of... Uh... A Stan Lee comic book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, sunny, you know, nice sunny day interrupted by impromptu gunfight. And then I love this introduction for <laughs> Superman because <laughs> we uh, cut over to the Daily Planet with a holographic globe <laughs> on top. That I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then we come in on uh, Clark Kent, the back of him, don't see his face yet, using a actual manual typewriter. <laughs> so I'm like, what year is this supposed to be? <laughs> 2002, right? <laughs> but it does even say in the script, the last manual typewriter. <laughs> so I'm not sure the significance of that, but I liked it. Yeah. And then we get to our first look at super hearing because we do an extreme close-up of Clark's ear, and then they uh, fade in the sounds of the gunfight. Then Clark's like, oh man, I gotta go. But then <laughs> just a random other reporter is like uh, asking Clark where Lois is. And then Clark's like, yeah, I, I gotta go. <laughs> he doesn't even answer him. He just. No. He's... Well, we have a good reason for that later. <laughs> oh, like, okay, this guy's name's Tom. He's like, a few of us are going out to hit O'Malley's tonight. I don't know why. It reminded me of Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that and, vibe, uh, too. Oh, seriously. <laughs> and yeah, Clark's just like, I really got to go. And gonna just show my oh face. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh it just be played by the same guy. It should be, yes. <laughs> But yeah, Clark's just like, I gotta go, dude. And oh, man. Love, Wouldn't that be know? awesome if they made this universe be the same one as Office Space? <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch... Oh, yeah. They never say what city the Office Space <laughs> takes place in. So it could easily be Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just love how he's established that Superman has super hearing mm-hmm. and as Clark walks away Tom is just under his breath dickhead <laughs> <laughs> so that's great 
And then, uh, yep, Clark's trying to find a place to change. <laughs> it just opens up a random supply closet, like you know most superheroes do. Yep. And I love the little mix-up here, where there's actually someone making out yeah. in there. <laughs> and Clark's just like, "Sorry." Oh man. Then we eventually cut back to the gunfight. I think they start to go down a little bit. The terrorist solo is winning. And then we eventually get some sky shots of Superman flying around on his way. Then the terrorist is starting to go away. Then he actually sets a timer on the monument, Mm -hmm. the 700 foot tall monument. And Superman is just like flying. You think he's going to get there, but the timer's already like four, three, two. And then bam, blows up. He did not get there in time. Nope. So Fireball goes black. Didn't realize that before. So yeah. And the terrorist is getting away, presumably the, wow. Presumably because Superman is cleaning up the monument, trying to keep him from killing people. So it looks like the terrorist is going to get away, but then he ends up in traffic. Then uh, he T-boons uh, another tow truck? And that we just got off of? Anyway, Superman saving some people. Terrorist gets locked up in traffic. <laughs> I love that. Office space, man. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then the crowd gets over the terrorist, like themselves, vigilante justice here. And Superman, you know, still deal with the monument, but he gets there in time to keep them from killing him because they're just, like, bloodying this guy all up. Mm-hmm. Here's the bomber. That's him. Blah, blah, blah. Superman yells, stop. But this is really where uh, one of the major themes starts yeah. is with Superman being like, hey, uh, don't be a killer because that's bad. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's stop much- being a killer. <laughs> It's much deeper than that, but I just got it back from work. Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, this is this is my job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I liked uh, I like this whole thing. But yeah, Superman's just like, come on, we gotta do the justice way here, the real justice here. You have a system for justice. Let's use it. And everybody's like, ah, come on, he's a killer. But yeah, Superman's like, you have a system. We're going to use it. Justice. Then uh, Superman takes him away. And uh, Terrorist is just like, he's already like very smug about the whole situation, mm-hmm. even though as he's in Superman's arms being flown away from the crowd. And yeah. The terror. Oh, Terrorist has uh you're a lifesaver, Superman. But what's that expression? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Then he uses the ultimate anti-Spider-Man weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> his wristwatch flips open to blow a green gout of green smoke into Superman's face. Which uh, most people just assume this is kryptonite anyway. Yep. Because it doesn't say that. No one has dialogue to say it's kryptonite. Yeah, exactly. So the crowd just kind of have to 
the audience has to assume it's kryptonite. Uh, pr- which they probably makes me will. think it's a. You'd think, but if you look at like the DC animated movies compared to live action, mm-hmm. the live action tend to really dumb down <laughs> everything that they think the audience knows. Know what I mean? Yeah. So this is kind of where it started for me. But in this, they also do kind of they dumb down some things in this later on like we'll get there we'll i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you said that after i said what <laughs> but yeah uh i thought this is a really awesome scene because mm-hmm. you just assume superman's invincible to everything and once in a while he does get caught off guard yep so the two plummet over the river uh superman loses them but finds <laughs> a uh how do you describe this? Just the face of the guy. Mm, yeah. Just uh, waving around in the water. I guess like a Mission Impossible mask. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah, I much. Guess so. Just the face. <laughs> His face. And Superman's just like, oh, man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and uh, on the inside of the mask is the freakish red letters. This is the beginning which I loved mm-hmm. like that could have been like, you know, they pretty much did that in the Batman vs Superman movie. Uh, okay. I would say Donna justice for short. Yeah. <laughs> it's still long. Yeah. That'll keep it uh easier to keep brief. Track. Yeah. But yeah, the, but, I, I like this scene a lot. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I def I like <laughs> as, uh, Strange it is to say, uh, I liked that <laughs> Superman fails to like get there in time for the bomb to blow up, and then he's yeah. like trying to like stop these people from killing the guy, and then he's like, you know, serving justice, but then the guy's like, "Hey, screw you, pal," and he <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and then he fails again. Yeah, that's actually a horrible way to look at it, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Superman failed. But you're it's right. Just, That's it, another it adds, theme. I like that it's immediately that it adds a human element to him to show him that he's not like all powerful, like inhumanly, exactly. you know, perfect. Yeah. That's another thing I was going to say. I think it adds. That's another theme that they keep rolling with is Superman is not a human. Yeah. But uh, we get there to playing around with that theme later and really flesh that out but uh moving on that's just a little taste of the theme that they go with here mm-hmm. i i love this setup too we cut to uh wayne manor in the autumn because there's uh bear leaves and shit i believe but it says mm-hmm. indian summer sun lights maybe it's like uh, autumn lights. or something like that it is autumn yeah. And we hear the minister saying, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God in the face of this company. It just sets the tone of mass funeral. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you read it that way, um, but I did. Yeah, yeah. When I first read it, it kind of, it's, because it's like, it's a gothic pa- palace and like, you know, making it sound like all kind of dark and it's, it's Wayne Manor, yeah. so it's kind of very yeah. like gothic and <laughs> You know, but default it's Gotham. You assume something bad's happening, right? Even though it's and, like uh, sunny outside, I thought, oh, sunny outside. Yeah. That's a nice change of pace for a funeral scene. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, so I think anybody watching would assume that with the setup they have here. If not, then it doesn't really matter because it yeah, cuts cause, right to. Because it's just like them showing all that stuff while the menace yeah. is talking before you actually yeah, get to Yeah, we haven't seen any people. Yeah. Voiceover minister, I should have said. Right. But anyway. Over the yeah. landscape. Continue. But yeah, it's great because it cuts right to the end of a wedding. Yep. Between Bruce Wayne and Elizabeth. Which I had to Google real quick because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what Elizabeth. Yeah, I was like, is that somebody from the comics? <laughs> I'm not that big. I don't, I'm not in this Batman like I used to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I should know this at least. <laughs> But, yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, modern people don't like to uh, pick Batman like love interests from the comic books. <laughs> just like, all right, we'll just pick some random person. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Um, but in hmm. in this, it kind of makes sense. And then uh, another thing I was thinking was maybe this was just an alias. Uh, for, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, minister's like, yeah, all right, let's get this going. Get the rings together. Where we see that Clark Kent is the best man <laughs> for Bruce Wayne. Nice reveal. Yes. Oh, man. And then uh, Barbara Gordon shows up. I guess she's a little bit older. We get the sense that um, everybody's a little aged yeah. in this, I believe. Uh, yeah. Honestly, in Barbara... this in this one, I could see Batman being played by like George Clooney or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a shame Maybe. that it would follow the continuity of the previous yeah. series, but you know, I could see it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It's a. I, I thought it was a mixture of the animated series, Dark Knight, and Tim Burton's Batman movies. I could see Tim Burton, yeah. especially with the uh, Jeeves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. And uh, they introduce her pretty much immediately as Commissioner Gordon. Not quite. Well, yeah. I mean, they her. She's like congratulating Bruce real quick. Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned that uh, Barbara's dad would have loved this. Mm. Yeah. They, and, there's then, a- and then someone yells. I was just going to say, uh, (laughs) there's a lot of good, like, one line tells a whole backstory of, or, like, you know, tells you something that has happened, like, that's really important. Definitely. Yeah, because right here, for instance, um, Barbara's congratulating Bruce. My dad would have loved this. Then someone yells, Commissioner Gordon. And then Barbara turns around. Yep. Which is, yeah, like you said, just a great setup that, oh, shit, what happened? <laughs> yeah, because then you're uh, simultaneously like, oh, shoot, uh, you know, Commissioner Gordon's, like, dead. But then, yeah. like, oh, Barbara's now commissioner. This is awesome. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's that's another way this could have worked as animated because mm, yeah. age is easier to hide. Yeah. But, yeah, um, we just get the sense that – uh. Elizabeth is fun to be around, and Barbara's like, yeah, yeah, you got my, what do you call, blessing or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just happy for everybody, which is, 
Oh man, just showing Bruce Wayne happy is all. That's such a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's not gonna last long. Yeah. Um. But I love how they already set up that these guys already know each other yeah. as, you know, obviously if if Clark Kent is your best man, <laughs> uh, to this random guy in Gotham, <laughs> I mean the billionaire Gotham guy. Yeah. So it's definitely very good at setting up like long lasting relationships, you know, like, you know, and just a f- in this one scene alone they establish like Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne have this huge history, obviously. And, you know, Barbara mm-hmm. and Bruce and like all this stuff. Yeah. Very, very neatly told. Yeah. Very efficiently. And, uh, as for Elizabeth, I could see her actually being played by Kira Knightley. Not, not to, uh, take a page from Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean, <laughs> but right. I understand. I could see Anne Hathaway playing Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> the power of editing. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fairly um, upbeat wedding after party that we see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what could possibly go wrong? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we get another scene with Bruce and Clark just hanging out by themselves. Um, then we find out that Clark and Lois are divorced. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just another scene where you realize how human Superman is. Yeah. Because he's actually hurt. And, uh, oh, there's one line I want to find in here real quick is... We find out also that Bruce is, uh, he has hung up the cowl. Yeah. He has retired Batman. And Elizabeth doesn't know about Batman. Like, she doesn't know that Bruce is Batman. So, it's another setup that, uh, Bruce has apparently been away from this for a long time. Because mm-hmm. he says there's nothing to tell her because Batman's dead. Yep. Then, oh, yeah. The end of the scene here. Elizabeth just randomly shouts up, if you guys are smoking something up there, you better <laughs> save some for me. And then Bruce is like, are you kidding? Have you met this guy? This <laughs> <laughs> is just great. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Clark fills in Bruce about the kryptonite mask fiasco terrorist guy. And Bruce is like, I feel like this is going to be part of something bigger. Looks at camera and winks. <laughs> I added that. Please don't believe that. Uh, yeah. Then we just kind of end the wedding there with a few more random dancing shots mm-hmm. and stuff, I believe. And then Bruce and Elizabeth are packed up, ready to go for their honeymoon. Yep. Anything else you have to say about the wedding? Uh, no, I I really liked it. Very, very tight scene. Lots of information, but told in a very good way. Yep. Very, and we're only about halfway through Act 1, so it's very steady yeah. establishment. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they even have the uh, old tin cans tied to the bumper. <laughs> yeah. Nice touch I've for a Billionaire. Royce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we cut back to Metropolis. Uh, Clark actually took a taxi home, which is just <laughs> like, 
I understand uh, Superman wants to feel human, but come on. <laughs> How much money was that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Clark gets home to basically an empty apartment where we find out uh, that Lois and her sister had just taken a bunch of stuff out and yeah. we never see them. Yeah, you so never see Clark them. Kinda, it's kind of odd. Yeah. But fresh because, right. you know. It's been done. And saves money. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they cast a Lois Lane, it's going to have to be some high-profile actress, and it's going to be a lot of, of money. Oh, yeah. I love the scene. Where, well, I mean, it's awful scene for Clark. <laughs> but I love how he's about to, uh, he's going to start kicking back a bottle of vodka, yeah. but then he just sets it back down and grabs a carton of milk instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just, you know, so him. Mm-hmm. And then he actually takes off his wedding ring. Yep. Just lets it fall to the floor. So yeah, it's usually it's usually the complete opposite with these guys. Yeah, so there's a nice flip. But yeah, and then we cut to the beach the sunset where Bruce and Elizabeth are continuing the hunt. <laughs> That's as creepy as I can say it. <laughs> and I love. How Elizabeth is like convincing a uh, a nearby waiter or something that uh that oh no that's not Bruce Wayne yeah I swear <laughs> but then she also just you know randomly says can I sell your autograph on eBay <laughs> which if I was famous honestly I'd be doing yeah because why not <laughs> uh, then they do some snorkeling romantic snorkeling I assume. <laughs> <laughs> romantic snorkeling <laughs> like romantic like romantic chess <laughs> hot sexy chess <laughs> oh twilight yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay back to this uh then we cut into the bedroom suite at night where elizabeth yeah yay <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth tries to scare Bruce, and obviously it's no effect on the Batman. <laughs> he is the dark. She just, uh, yeah, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get oh, to that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it just seems odd. Uh, well, not this. The question Elizabeth says, "What? You're not scared of the dark?" <laughs> Bruce says, "No," and yes, it's a complicated question. <laughs> Just like, no, Bruce, you're not. Get over it. What are you saying? Which that right there, that sounded like a complete line straight from Kevin Conroy to me. Mm. Uh, yeah, Bruce is you know just uneasy. I think he has like the sixth sense that this is too good to be true. Yeah. It's not written anywhere, but just a feeling I get in the reading. Yeah. It. And uh, Elizabeth asks about. Uh, Bruce's ward, Dick, how did he die? Which, uh, like you said, this it takes one line <laughs> to just tell you all this history. Yep. It's like one by and one you're uh, finding out like, oh, wow, everybody in Bruce's <laughs> life has died. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, there was a mention of Alfred earlier, but we never saw him. I will say that in uh, mm. the wedding. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Dick Grayson, the first Robin, he was murdered. According to Bruce, well, Bruce says 
Dick was murdered. There's nothing about Robin. Elizabeth doesn't know any of that. Right. So. Um, so I think she's trying to dig in. It's just something you're not saying, Bruce. You're just like, nah, nah, we're good. And then she says she has a surprise for him. And this is another Kevin Conroy line for me. He's like, I like surprises. Are you wearing it now? <laughs> and then, yeah, she's just like, no, come on. It's a secret. I'll show you sometime. <laughs> then blah, blah, blah. More romantic banter. Because that's what Batman's <laughs> known for. Yep. <laughs> and then, okay, so, yeah, they have that little dark moment, but then they get back to laughing at each other. Bruce walks away to go start shaving. That's sexy shaving. <laughs> and he's like, what are we going to do tomorrow? She says, anything you want. And he says, well, we're just going to do what we're going to do tonight, but with chocolate. <laughs> then, uh, Elizabeth, my mother warned me about men like you. Then he's like, well, I remember your mother specifically warning you about me. Then no reply. Lizzie? And then he looks out and she's just like silently laughing to herself. Says it wasn't that funny, sweetheart. And uh, she's laughing a little bit louder and louder. A little too loud. A little too long. It's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, back to seriousness. Bruce immediately knows what's going on. Darts over to her. And just like in the animated series, mm -hmm. when Joker kills someone, it's with laughing gas, and she is laughing herself to death. Uh, Bruce is trying to do CPR as she's laughing, I guess. That's what it looks like he's doing, mm. the way I read it. And we just know, with the smile on her face, the way she dies, yep. it's, yeah, we all know. Bruce knows. And, yeah, he is obviously wrecked by this. Just does a... He doesn't do like a Vader. No. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's more like he's a, like in a nightmare. Yeah. It's more like he's like no. He doesn't please, believe no. it. He's just like whispering exactly. it to himself. Yes. And then we see some more of the red lettering. Oh, and he but also and this uh you forgot oh, to mention he ahead. pulled a dart out of her neck with bumblebee stripes. Oh. Yes. And then we see in the mirror, we see the words written backwards, this is the beginning of the end. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be an add-on or if they just didn't have room on the mask <laughs> to write of the end. But anyway, um, that's where we end the honeymoon. Yep. Worst honeymoon ever. <laughs> I know it's not a good impression. Any comments? Um, Nope, but... uh. I'll say I was not expecting that. Yeah. Uh, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Especially when I still thought it was live action. Oh, yeah. Uh, when she started doing the laughing death. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something I've only seen in the cartoon. Yeah. I'm not a comic guy. I never read comics growing up, but just strictly what I've seen with, in the cartoons, that's what he does. And in movies, it's just usually a gunshot or a bomb or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I I think this was a really good scene. I think it would definitely <laughs> be like very unsettling to watch 
Yeah, the right actress could definitely pull off that laugh. Mm-hmm. Just in the creepiest death of the whole script, I believe. Yeah. All right, so we're around page <laughs> 21. Yep. And Batman and Superman at the lowest points of their current lives. Yep. That's a nice switch up. Current lives. Uh, yep. In most scripts, uh, <laughs> it's usually like the halfway point where they reach the low point. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, they can go um, lower, I guess. I'm sure they can. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yep. Okay. Then we cut to uh, Superman flying across the dark sky, where he eventually ends up at the uh, the bungalow where the honeymoon ended. Uh, it's already a crime scene. There's police tape everywhere. So I liked how he didn't just show up. Mm. Yeah. If like Bruce just called mm-hmm. him, he's like actually heard about it. Yeah. Eventually showed up. Uh, we actually have a chalk line of where Elizabeth fell and died. So it's like holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to go around that. <laughs> and then he uh finds the lettering on the wall. And it's actually where it ends. It's really quick. Yep. I thought there was going to be like investigation, but there's no not. He just shows up, looks around, cut back to Gotham. See, uh, uh, during this script, I was confused about the locations of Gotham and Metropolis because it seems like they... Tra- well, everyone they, is. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they travel between the two quite a bit in this script. And yeah. I was like, See, in my mind, Metropolis is like Los Angeles and Gotham. Oh, really? I always yeah. just read Metropolis as Los Angeles and Gotham as New York. I mean, that's easy fit. But then if that's really. the case, how are these two traveling back and forth between the two like every day? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think I thought about that reading through. I think Superman does most of the traveling. Oh, uh, okay. I think think for the most part batman sticks to gotham until he gets the batwing out oh yeah i'm sorry batcopter <laughs> come on come on akiva yeah i guess but uh yeah i don't yeah. know i, don't know. I can see metropolis being new york and gotham could be philly almost yeah i guess the death rate's probably the same <laughs> <laughs> uh love to philly but did you know that Gotham used to be a nickname for New York City? Well, now mine isn't funny, so thanks. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Metropolis could be Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm blankly staring at Eric right now. <laughs> or how about Chicago? How about no, no. Chicago? Chicago. Okay. I don't know why I said it like that. Back to Gotham. Uh, apparently, it's the same night because Bruce is driving recklessly through all of Gotham yep. in his Rolls Royce, which would be really darker if he never took the tin cans off. Mm. Or funny, maybe I don't know. That no mention of it. I just yeah. I thought, but yeah, he's beelining it for Wayne Manor, and um, yeah. Uh, he's going into the library to get through the secret entrance of the Batcave. I'm paraphrasing. It's a lot longer than this. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, yeah, before he can make any headway to actually get into the Batcave, Clark shows up, and he's just trying to talk Bruce down from going to kill this guy, whoever it is. But we know it's Joker. Yeah. They keep avoiding the name. <laughs> Who else is it going to be? I'm pretty, yeah. No one else dies from laughing. And Clark is just like, come on, man. I'm here for you. We don't have to do this. I'll find out. You don't have to kill anybody. Come on. And Bruce is just flipping out on him. He's like, you're not even human. You don't get it. Leave me the fuck alone, basically. No fuck words in the script. Mm-hmm. I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> It's a very strong PG-13, I yeah, think. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe not even that strong, actually. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. until we get to... Some of it. They, they use up their... The Jeeves. Yeah. They're kind of creeping yeah. out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just a very dark, lovely uh, scene between these guys yeah, here. Yeah, uh, Bruce's line... Um, I'm going to find whoever did this, and when I do, I'm going to take his skin and hang it in front of his eyes. Before he dies, he'll know what pa- he'll know pain to make what I feel now seem like a distant whisper. He's uh not in yes. a good place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, that whisper line. Oh mm. man, it's just like shit. Because I think everybody knows Batman has the ability to go over the mm-hmm. line. Even him, he himself has just said, "I don't want to go there because I'll never come back." Yeah, that's the thing. Like and, he knew he was going, well, he was going down that road, and he was like, "I'm just going to stop mm-hmm. being Batman because if I continue, then I'm going to kill somebody." So he would yeah. rather stop doing it altogether. Yep. And I, I'd say Clark definitely knows this as well. Mm-hmm. He totally agrees. Um, but yeah, somewhere in the mix, um, Bruce blames Clark for Elizabeth dying. For letting the he terrorist didn't... go. Yes, exactly. And um, and he says Clark should have like, killed you're... the terrorist when he had the chance. Yeah. Or at you least know, let yeah. the mob kill the terrorist. Either yeah. way. But then Clark's like, come on, man. I couldn't have known that. Yeah. And we're just like, just get the hell out of my house. And Clark does. And I think Bruce just kind of ends there. I don't think he actually gets into the Batcave yet. I think he just kind of moves right. on to the depression yeah. step. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, the door does open, but he never goes mm. in. Because we hear the flapping of wings inside the darkness. Yep. Yeah, because he's still deciding whether he can do this or not. Right, yeah. Because then, then we cut to the Gotham Cemetery. Pouring rain. There we go. That's back <laughs> to Gotham. <laughs> Uh yeah, policemen, reporters, photographers, everybody's there in raincoats, umbrellas, just watching the funeral. Mm-hmm. And Clark's even keeping his distance at the tree line because clearly not welcome <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, n- there are five gravestones. <laughs> yes. So. Mm. Oh, do we have the names on here? Yet? Yeah. Um, they have the. Thomas and Martha Wayne, and then Richard Grayson and Alfred Pennyworth, and uh, then Elizabeth Miller Wayne. Yep. So, so Alfred's yep. gone. That'd be the first live action movie without Alfred. Yeah. 
I believe. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun coincidence. Um, until Dawn of Justice, I did not realize that both Batman and Superman's mothers were named Martha. Oh. Yeah. I guess so. That's That was my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin and I were watching the movie, and we are just like, whoa. What? <laughs> yeah. You're right. It's a funny coincidence. Wasn't funny at the moment. <laughs> like the scene where Bruce is presumably crying in the rain, but you can't tell because the wind and the rain on his face is so hard. <laughs> you really can't read this guy. I just love that shot in my head. Mm. I just think it's oh, darkly fantastic. Yeah, I, I love, like, in this scene, um, Clark is showing, like, so much emotion, and he's, like, really sad about all this. But, like, mm-hmm. Bruce can't get a read on it. And so Clark is, like, showing himself as more human, and Bruce is, like, going, you know, the alien route. Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go alien if it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we cut to uh, the next day, the Daily Planet. Oh, I love Lawrence Fishburne as Perry yeah. White. <laughs> Just saying. I like to see him and um, J.K. Simmons. Yes, I'd love to see those two in a scene <laughs> together. That would be awesome. Right. Pretty much the same character. Yeah. I think. <laughs> But yeah, Perry says, Clark wrote a good story here where Clark wrote about the terrorist mask disappears from police lockup. Mm. Which, yep, there's another subtle hook for later. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Clark's requesting some time off Mm -hmm. while someone else is complaining. We got enough shortage here, Clark. Then Perry's like, it's this over Lois. And Clark is a little surprised, but Perry's like, there's no secrets in the newsroom, boy. <laughs> I did not say boy. Racist. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> I, uh, I just came out. <laughs> okay. Perry says, there's no secrets in the newsroom, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's the actual dialogue. Boy, <laughs> what can I say? I live in the country. <laughs> uh, then yeah, Perry gives him a hand on his shoulder. He's like, "Ah, you're only human. It's gonna hurt." So I just love the little reassurances mm. Clark has here and there, because it's hard to tell if he's actually accepting this, yeah, or if he still feels like Clark Kent is his mask. Mm. I've always had a hard time telling with Superman what he's feeling like that. Yeah. Which, you know, great character, you know, development yeah. there. Because you can take it either mm-hmm. way. So Perry gives him a week off. And it's like, it'll get better. And then there's a random ending to the <laughs> scene where Perry yells for Olsen. <laughs> we never see Olsen. <laughs> we just see Perry's reaction to the man showing up. Where White's, Perry's eyes widen. <laughs> Starts to speak, he just covers his face, shakes his head, and is oh, just like, uh-huh. <laughs> like I said, we it goes from Olsen to a voiceover of Coming Chief to Perry's reaction of, Ugh. oddly placed, 
I yeah, will say it, I, yeah. I have no idea what to make of it. Like, it's not like we're in on the joke or anything. Yeah. Because we can't see what's going on. It's like, did he walk in like a bikini and a fruit hat or something? <laughs> there's, there's really no explanation for this. So you can only assume. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then back to Wayne Manor. Dusk. All lights are out. House is dead. And it's just Bruce um, sleeping in the corner, pretty much. Like, you just see all this yep. leftover food laying around. Still in his funeral suit, which has dried now by itself. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say he's still in a dark place. Yep. <laughs> and we also get the sense that he's the only person in this whole mansion. Yeah, I guess. And yeah. then. Uh, <laughs> Crawford's yeah. not there. There's nobody else. And uh, yeah, we just get the sense that he's he's looking at the entrance to the back cave again, just still thinking about it, I guess. And then we cut back to Metropolis, which I don't know. That last scene kind of felt like filler mm. with Bruce. Yeah. When they do that. Oh, actually, no. I take that back because this is where we start intercutting. Oh yeah yeah yeah. With uh, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, we start the intercutting montage with Bruce slowly working into the Batcave. And then there's also uh, Superman going back into Smallville, I believe. Yeah, yeah Superman beelining out of Metropolis as Bruce is walking down the tunnel. He's uh, activating the Batcave via his voice recognition. Yeah. Yeah, the back computer actually sets the cave to self-destruct <laughs> after the voice confirmation. And then he eventually makes his way down, just taking his yeah. time. He has like, because you almost get the sense that he's going to let the explosion kill him. Mm -hmm. But the last second, he's like, uh, override failsafe. So you could have cut that out, I feel. Yeah, maybe. And then he goes, Alfred, I need you. Then we hear Alfred's voice at your service. So it would not have been the first movie. <laughs> Still an Alfred. Without Alfred. <laughs> in a sense. In a, in a Jarvis. Yeah, it's been five years. A Jarvis kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And Alfred said it's been five years, if I'm correct. And we don't say it. In case I forget to mention it later, he is a hologram. Yeah. Because it, it says a figure steps out of the for... shadows, but yeah, obviously he's dead because of the gravestone. So, right. I mean, that'd just be weird to stay down there. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> has he just been sitting down here all this time and fake <laughs> his own death?" <laughs> right. Oh man. Uh, then we cut back to uh, Kansas Roadway. Smallville, population, 1,644. Is that the population or the year? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend there. <laughs> anyway. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like uh, someone asked me. <laughs> Uh, I just got a new car. We're like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, 
April, May. <laughs> what year is it? Oh, speaking of cars, I like that uh, Clark drives a Ford Galaxy. <laughs> I think that was a nice Galaxy touch. <laughs> is on. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a nice touch, too. I just now thought of the Men in Black nice. Alien. But yeah. <laughs> Buh. Buh. Anyway, I am getting carried yeah. away again. Uh, <laughs> uh, long story short, um, uh, Clark is driving again. Come on. Oh, this is so much gas. He's, He's trying to save the world, right? He... Yeah. He's just wasting all this gas. But yeah, they show him fly out of Metropolis. But now he's driving. So where was the truck? He stole it. It's not the okay. first thing he stole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we both tired? Is that yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Should be interesting. But yeah, Clark is making his way back to the family farm where he grew up. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up here again. Um, no one else is home. It's just the house, yep. and Clark is walking around, just uh, uh, yeah, he's just taking it all in again. And we see that he has an evidence bag marked "Police Evidence Do Not Tamper," which you know we just read the story about the mask being mm-hmm. stolen. So that was an easy way for Superman to cash in his day job, <laughs> Spider-Man style. <laughs> And this is where we see that he did indeed take the mask, which is actually grinning through the mm. bag, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, back at the back cave, Bruce is doing a diagnostic of spectrographic toxicology, DNA, and et cetera on the bumblebee dart. Alfred's like, right away, sir. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's actually a really quick uh, analysis because right away, no DNA except your own. And Elizabeth's. He should probably add that. <laughs> yeah, you'd think unless, so. Unless she's not in the database. Yeah, so she's not in the sense. system. She's not jacked in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to get through this. Uh, no more... <laughs> I think we've only been around each other like one other time like yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, Alfred's going through the shit. Um no abnormal radiations and the uh toxin is consistent with a compound used by the Joker. Mm-hmm. And again, um Bruce is just kind of freaking out. Why haunt me with a ghost of a dead man? It's just like, man, who did not die in this man's world? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, he's just freaking out and says something about Elizabeth. Oh, no. No, he just says, why did she have to die? Why not me? Alfred says, uh, who might she be? So you get the sense that, yeah, mm-hmm. he has not seen the back computer slash Alfred for a very yep. long time. Oh, I actually love this little touch. Uh, Bruce says, reactivate the surveillance net. Mm. 
where cameras go on from around the entire city, <laughs> including like street intersections, um, prison cells, courtrooms, yeah, prison Offices. cells specifically. Yeah, just like oh man, yeah, this is a uh, step so above scary. Uh, Dark Knight when he's tapping into people's cell phones. Definitely, so much worse. Yeah. So much worse. But that's why he's, you know, so scary. Yep. One reason. Um, Yeah, then Bruce is just like, uh, look for the keywords. Joker, Elizabeth Wayne, Batman, Kryptonite, Mask. Then he pauses. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Iron Giant, everybody? <laughs> Not you. You're the one that's... You're the only person I'm talking to. <laughs> this is gonna be a long one. Oh, is man. this thing on? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to listen to this. Oh man. Oh, uh, yeah. This is kind of also awkward. Um, Bruce is staring at Alfred. <laughs> And Alfred's just like, is something wrong, sir? You just seem so real. It is how you program me, sir. So at first I'm like, did he build an android? <laughs> but then later you find out it's a hologram. Yeah. It's like, that'd be really convenient. <laughs> then Bruce is like, I'm going to go out. Yep. Oh, and this is, yeah, he gets the Batman costume from storage. Mm-hmm. And they actually mentioned some, it's actually armored. Jet black. I, I don't know why I thought that was cool. Oh, uh, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent too far, but I just uh, read about this new like synthetic material that somebody made that is like the darkest black ever made. And imagine actually absorbs yeah, light. Or imagine a bat suit made out of that material. How amazing would that be? Yes. I feel like that's what the Batman Beyond costume is made mm. out of. Yeah. Because seriously, oh man, <laughs> I love that show. Well, we almost got one. Live action. Wow. <laughs> I'm sad yeah, now. Sorry. It happens. Anyway, on to this uplifting. I'm, o- I'm only human. <laughs> <laughs> yes, continue with the upbeat optimism. Of the script asylum. Where everybody's died. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Or divorced. (laughs) Yeah, there should have been like three more divorces just to really sink it in there. Yeah, Clark should have had a line like, what is this, your fourth wife? (laughs) (laughs) Just to lay it on real thick, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I just like how... um, Bruce actually, you know, pretty much literally created the ghost of Alfred. Mm, yeah. And then uh, he's suiting up, and then we cut to Clark's room where um, his parents' voices are actually, you know, floating through mm-hmm. his head. Uh, you know, just like, your special son. There's no denying it. From the day of that rocket ship crashed down. And just a few other things like, uh, the world needs you. You're so much more important. You're meant for greater mm-hmm. things. And, um, oh, yeah, 
Uh, I think the most powerful one would probably be from his mother. Just a random memory he has of human beings are good, Clark. Deep down, they just need to, they just get lost sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, then his dad's like, uh, they just need someone to show him the way. Maybe that's why you're here. Maybe that's your destiny. Our density. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, by myself. <laughs> okay. And then Clark lowers his head, grieving. <laughs> yep. Yep. Man, we picked the yeah. Game. Oh, um, as a director slash producer, mm-hmm. I or writer, I don't care. As a <laughs> filmmaker in general. I love the opening of this scene. We cut back to Gotham at night. Five gargoyles peer down from one skyscraper's gothic precipice. And then, this randomly, one gargoyle withdraws from the shadow. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's actually officially the beginning of Act 2, and we finally get to see the Batman mm-hmm. suit. Which, um... The Batman reveal in Dawn of Justice, mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'd relate. I think I like the Dawn of Justice better than this reveal, but this one is still pretty mm-hmm. awesome to me. Yeah, I always love a good uh, Batman gargoyle. It's yeah, good stuff. Because then we go into a scene with uh, uh, three bank robbers who have actually tunneled into <laughs> a bank. Reverse Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> And then, you know, I kind of thought, why didn't they just tunnel their way into the vault? <laughs> because. Yeah, that would be not? easier, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They show the. In the lobby, there's just a bunch of rubble <laughs> with ropes leading up to safe cracking gear. Which is just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you were taking your time, you could have just gotten into the vault yeah, right away. Seriously. But they did not do that. Oh, and uh, random. <laughs> Love this. Uh, the leader, his voice is off screen. Uh, just cutting in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> One eyed Charlie had a dream. Batman came back. You got you got to oh, say man. it uh, all New York style. <laughs> One eyed Charlie had a dream. Batman was back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wish I could do accents. Like, I'll try Young Thief. Whatever. <laughs> Remember the kind of scared you'd get when you're a little kid? Ghost stories, pops. I don't think there ever was no Batman. Drowning, begging scared. That's what he'd make you feel like. So some wax job went running around with wings on. So what? You shoot him, bang, done. (laughs) (laughs) Professional acting. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of when I got into like Tim Burton cat uh, territory. Okay, I can see me. that. Definitely the guys at the beginning of uh, Michael Keaton's original yeah. Batman. <laughs> yeah, there's like Ramley on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's starting to get like the heebie-jeebies, except for the young one, I guess. Uh, and then they eventually make their way um, out of the bank, back into the sewers. And I, I liked how, I don't know why, but uh, the leader is using uh, blacklight 
on his forehead. Mm. Everybody yeah. else has regular lights, but he's actually using the black light to find um, just uh, what would you call that? Whatever they put on there to follow. Oh yeah, the invisible ink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever it was, and that's how they were finding their way back out. And uh, yeah, it's a very tense scene with these guys mm-hmm. supposedly getting away. And uh, yeah, just randomly, the third guy who I don't think he had any lines even, just kind of. Oh no, yeah, I didn't. It just gets swept out, you know, classic Batman style. Mm-hmm. Classic Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the young thief obviously isn't scared enough, but yeah. the leader's just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they try making a run for it. Uh Batman actually uh erased whatever this ink was. So mm. the leader freaks out. I love that. Just cause yep. you cannot predict Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so he tears off in one direction and the younger guy's like, What are you talking about? Come on this way. But no. Leader just run. <laughs> and uh Batman comes face to face with the young kid, the youngin'. <laughs> and he would just you know spouting off just shoot him and Batman just stands there use your gun <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah and then yeah Young Thief tries to but nope like two hits later if that <laughs> Batman just like too late yep which um, I liked whenever Batman just like use your gun you know just uh, get in the guy's head <laughs> But uh, I think he just should have stopped talking there because I think he talks a little too much. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, then we take out the thief and then we cut back to... uh. Wait, oh wait, is the leader shooting? Um... Yeah, then the leader hears... uh. He hears the other kid screaming. Oh, yeah, and then just starts shooting. Yeah, just blindly shooting. Until click, click, click. And then, it's just you and me now. I could totally do a better <laughs> Batman voice than that. That's definitely my worst Batman voice. It's just you and me now. I'm going to stop. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you and me now. How's that? <laughs> There's some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> you could do Adam West. I could see it. Oh, yeah, probably. But yeah, later just immediately gives up, drops the gun, drops yep. the peg. <laughs> <laughs> um, Batman's trying to be scary, but honestly, if he did less talking, it'd be scarier. Yeah, I think like if he literally said nothing, I feel like he would be a lot scarier and the Definitely. leader would just be like, what do you want? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. The leader would turn into uh-huh. Tuco from Breaking Bad. What do you want? Oh, <laughs> that's my two-film impression. <laughs> oh, I'd love to play Tuco. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah, the leader's just like, what do you want? And Batman just starts kicking the shit out of him mm-hmm. after his really bad intimidation line. Honestly, I'm I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, and after the guys beat up a little bit, Batman says, you used to run with Joker. So you're my man, Eddie. Spread the word. 
Batman lives. And whoever's masquerading as a clown prince, his blood will spill. He is a dead man. And then Batman drops him and beats him up some more, I believe. No, no, he just drops him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just, uh, Batman doesn't even try to recover the diamonds they stole. He just, he just lets them fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then back to the Kent farm, Dawn. <laughs> I don't know why I yeah. said it like that. Yeah, honestly, he didn't even really have to say anything. If he just wanted people to know Batman lives, he yeah. could have just been like, I'm, you know, I'm Batman. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm Batman. Like, <laughs> Oh, Batman. It's the least dramatic. <laughs> like, Batman. like the, his. I feel like he could have been intimidating if he just took the bag and just dumped all the diamonds out. Yeah. Didn't even say anything. Yeah. Uh, definitely less is more, especially when you're trying to scare somebody. Yeah. And you already I got mean, a terrifying costume on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, he could have said a lot less here. But anyway. Well, there's, they could have refined it if they would have actually made it into a movie, so I'm sure they right. would have ironed it out a little bit. Or you could make another fan cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, um, still a great scene, you know, mm-hmm. just taking out three criminals and saying, I'm back. Yep. I'm back. <laughs> 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 what is that? I don't know. I think it's a car backfiring or something. Or it's people shooting outside my window. Either one. Exterior Kent Farm. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just get, uh, you know, just endless fields across the shining radiant gold sunlight. Um... Yeah, Clark's walking around back to the barn of his. Um, just average clothes, just him. Uh, goes into the barn and just starts beating the shit out of a cement floor until they get to... Like uh, John Wick? Yes. Yes. Like with like John Wick, exactly. but with his bare hands. <laughs> exactly. Which to say, John Wick couldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> he just didn't <laughs> he feel He just chose it not to. Oh, that man. John Wick 2. We cannot mm-hmm. get here soon enough. Anyway, Clark beats through to get to his gold coins. <laughs> 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 no, we get to his uh, gleaming <laughs> silver spaceship. And the phone rings when he picks it up. Clark. Clark. Okay. Click. Oh, man. I'm just going to watch that when I'm done here. Because <laughs> I can watch it any time of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, uh, this bunker, his hidden bunker, holds, uh, I almost said Spaceman's, Superman's spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. This is why we record in the morning. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> But yeah, um, the the ship's voice, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know why it's really quick, but uh, Clark uses the same voice activation 
which you know mirrors the bat cave scene mm -hmm. and we hear ship voice female kasa ara kaluthu which i thought was cthulhu I yeah, like, yeah. I had to reread it three times. <laughs> now that would be an awesome Batman versus Superman movie, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, we we see Clark stumble with his Kryptonian language. He's like, "Ha, Anta, uh, ha, Anto." And then he's just like, "English." Then the <laughs> ship ship says, "English standard." Loved it. Yeah. And then um. He goes through the process of uh, checking the systems. And then we cut to Smallville Town Square. Postcard perfect. It says that in the script. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, your average, you know, modern, you know, redneck town, hardware store, barbershop, radio yeah. hut. <laughs> it's radio hut here. Radio I know hut. what it's supposed to be. <laughs> we really do have a radio hut in my town. It's a combination Pizza Hut and Radio Shack. That would be the best electronics store <laughs> of all time. Zimmeribios. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is another nice, just, you know, a uh, little foreshadowing of mm, keeping yeah. the the stories connected. Uh, Clark walks by a, uh, one of the uh, window TVs where uh, they're doing a Gotham report of Batman has returned <laughs> to the streets of Gotham. <laughs> Just going over the, like the unusually violent clashes between Batman and the criminals. Mm -hmm. Just a nice little touch to you know keep everybody you know in the same world and all that. So Superman's like, yeah, I need to get on this. So he eventually goes to the hardware store where he starts picking up some uh, like chunks of lead, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, twenty five cases of. Uh, Lead ballast. And I love <laughs> Clark. Heavy, can someone help me load my truck? <laughs> he's just like, yep, boys are already on it. And then we get the sense, uh, the shopkeeper's like, it's nice to see you. I haven't seen John and Martha's boy for a while. And Clark's like, yeah, I've been meaning to come back. Just never did. Uh, then Clark's like, oh, man, I forgot my lantern. And then we find a red-haired woman searching the opposite shelf. Clark's age. White metal coat. Sleeves rolled up. She and Clark bump. Bump, bump. <laughs> Excuse me. I... Sorry. It's Lana Lang. But yeah, we get the an immediate sense that these two are, you know, had some, a lot of history. Yeah. Yeah, they played off really quick that she already knows about him and mm -hmm. all that. And yeah, they're trying to catch up. Um, Lana asks about Lois, and <laughs> Clark's like, "Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Hawaiian shirt day." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they you know do some light flirting, and <laughs> yeah, Lana's like, "You still have no sense of humor." Until Clark says, "Well, I better fly." And she's like, oh, an actual joke. <laughs> and that's where we start to get the feeling that, yeah, she knows. Yeah. Then there's just a random, you know, disturbance where, yep. thank God, Superman's in town. <laughs> Which this felt like filler to me. Yeah. Except they did somewhat come back to it later. 
But uh, yeah, um, some kids trapped underwater in a old car wreck, and there's apparently an air bubble in there where they the kids dare each other to go survive in there. <laughs> Listen, if you're not from the country, you don't understand. There's nothing to do out here. <laughs> But yeah, uh, obviously, um, they're like, yeah, Timmy's still down there. I don't know his name, but that's what they, you know, kid's down there. Right. And Clark uses some x-ray vision for the first time in the script where his eyes flash blue instead of him doing the stupid pull the glasses down. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what's that guy doing? (laughs) Yes, exactly. But yeah, we see his eyes flash blue, and then we see, uh, uh, they don't really write in how the x-ray vision works, but we see Billy is trapped in the rusting, upturned carcass of a car, sucking in the last air bubble. And yeah, obviously Clark just dives straight in, uh, rips off the door, and uh, I think that's actually where they end the scene before they cut to the hospital. Hmm. Yeah, he, he gets the kid in his arms and starts going towards the surface. Gotcha. So yeah. pretty quick save. Yep. Uh, yeah, it cut to the hospital, and uh, you know, Lana's obviously a doctor there. She's like, he's gonna be fine, at least till he gets home, because his mother looks like he wants to kill him. <laughs> and then Lana and Clark have a step outside, have a little bit of a longer conversation. Um, deeper, you know, history with yeah. She definitely knows who this guy is and all that. Yeah. And Lon actually figures out by this time that uh, Clark is not wearing his wedding ring. Mm. And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Well, what if I come over and say hi sometime? I'd like that. I'd like that very much." And then we end the scene. Uh, what'd you think about this whole go to town, quick save, out of town? Um, for the most part, I liked it, but I think, I don't know, it kind of feels a little bit like filler. Or at least, I don't know, kind of slows things down a little too much, I feel like, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I mean, no offense, but just saving one kid in the middle of all this is like, <laughs> Come on, we know you do this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like the juxtaposition between Metro or uh between uh Smallville and Gotham, you know, like showing like the weird, you know, difference, but Yeah, just I don't know. Dramatically different how they grow up. Yeah. But <clears throat> And yeah, Lana's a pretty great character for the most part. Yeah, I liked her a lot. She's a smart ass and, you know, <laughs> funny. And for her, uh, I actually yeah. imagined her being played by uh Morena Baccarin. The She uh, could play anything she wants <laughs> and I'll watch it. I mean, I'm yeah, more disappointed like she wasn't just... Wonder Woman. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> that's just who I picture for that. I think I mean, she could pull anything off, but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, cutting back to Gotham and Twilight. Time of day, not the movie. <laughs> so we cut to the middle of Twilight, the movie. 
for some weird reason. Sexy chess. <laughs> Hot, sexy chess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we find uh, a rundown brick warehouse with the faded words Acme Novelty Incorporated. Which did I just love to know if Acme was like part of Gotham before WB got involved? Because <laughs> I don't know, I've always seen the connection and I never really hmm. thought about it more than that. Yeah. But inside we get a weird fetish vibe. At least I did. <laughs> Adult sized crib. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's like all weird. Giant teddy bear and giant stuff. Yeah. Like a... And then we get to a laboratory area, which, you know, it's better. It's yeah. <laughs> makes the creepy, you know, less creepy. Mm-hmm. Like there's a science behind it. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, this is where I started getting the animated series vibe. Definitely kicked in harder here because we see, uh, this is our introducing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Long night. Can't wait to see you edit this. That'd be so great. <laughs> This is our introduction to the Toy Man, which is one of Superman's, actually, yeah, that's yeah. one of Superman's big villains. Superman's? Really? That's, I thought he was. I thought he was one of Batman's, but I'm not too big. I, I don't know, like, all of Batman's villains. Well, I there's just, so many. I just Batman. assumed that he was one of Batman's. Um, The first time I saw him was in a Superman cartoon, so that's what mm. I'm going with. There's, you know. Oh no, yeah. He said it says here they mostly he mostly appears in uh Superman. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I was I was worried my nerd rip was, you know, on the <laughs> line there. Nope. But yeah, now that I think about it, it's uh a little weird that he's in Gotham. But uh anyway, uh he's a balding man in an electric wheelchair <laughs> with a fake claw hand. And uh, he's building a small time bomb inside a small teddy bear or something. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely got the stronger animated vibe. Yeah. Because, like I said before, in animated movies, they kind of assume the viewer is, like, familiar with these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, reaching over for a screwdriver. Batman hands it to him. And Toy Man's just like, thank you, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman! <laughs> Sweet Fanny uh, Adams. Yes. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, he says, Sweet Fanny Adams. Oh, Sweet Fanny Adams, what the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> Just went through all that trouble to not swear. Yeah, that's yeah. very <laughs> odd. Yeah. Um, unless that's like just part of the characters that he's like super weird. I mean, he doesn't oh. swear, but he, oh, he's definitely weird. Um,. Yeah, here's more dialogue from Batman that I hate. Because mm. Tony Man's, what the hell are you doing here? Batman, looking for you. Found you. Ugh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Batman and doesn't then, uh, have the greatest dialogue here. Yeah, he has horrible one-liners in this. Well, not even one-liners. Anyway, then we we have to waste time with how did you get past the alarm system? Tore it out. No, Batman, just... Don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. It's so much scarier. Honestly, like, yeah, just take <laughs> out all of his lies in the script and it's like yeah. perfect. Yeah, just show his narrow eyes get even narrower. <laughs> That's what he does. That's what he does. Yep. 
That's how he intimidates people. And then uh, Toyman's like, ah, don't mess with me. I'm reformed. As he's building a bomb. Yeah. And uh, Batman just, uh, he came here because Toyman used to give some weapons to the Joker. And uh, then Batman starts interrogating him. He's like, where is he? <laughs> my impersonation is even better than what he actually says in here so (laughs) can we go toe to toe with this (laughs) but yeah he puts uh toy man's hand in a vice yeah they tried some weird humor here i don't know why they really don't need it yeah but batman's like give me your hand (laughs) and then (laughs) toy man offers his fake hand and then Batman just gives him a look, and then he's like, ah, gives him the good hand. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. Batman would just like, well, Ben Affleck's Batman would just grab his hand and put it in there. <laughs> Affleck was a good Batman. Yeah, I can see that. Well, he's actually a better Bruce Wayne, I think. Mm. He didn't really do a whole lot as Batman. Anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> uh, I liked it, but I'm getting back to here. Uh, out of nowhere, in the middle of the interrogation, a <laughs> a toy airplane crashes in through the warehouse window, and it just starts shooting, you know, small <laughs> arms fire. Uh, it doesn't hit anything except for like the workbench around Toy Man. Batman runs away. Well, gets out of the way. He's like, "Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> Who's impersonating the Joker?" <laughs> a pet and it takes cat. The... It means worlds to me. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? That's, that's, it, that's what, what doing. I hear every single time you say that. <laughs> okay, I'll go do I'm a just, voice I'm for just Batman from picturing now. Edgar. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'd play that character. <laughs> but yeah. I think um, Edgar, the character, should play Batman in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Give him a break. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do what? Don't Don't do it. Do it. (laughs) I say we should uh, make all of our recordings no later (laughs) than seven. Yeah, probably a good idea. This is going to be a very long run time, I feel. <laughs> yeah, probably. But <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, Batman lets the toy uh, keep shooting around until the toy man freaks out and says, Joker's back! Joker's back! <laughs> I don't know why he said it like a rooster. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> this is but, suddenly uh, a Disney movie. He... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's back. Joker's back. Then Batman throws a batarang, and actually, uh, you know, the vice, you know, goes out. And Toy Man is free. Uh, just in time for a small bomb to uh, detach from the plane. And Batman's already gone. And Toy Man isn't too far He's not too close to the service elevator before he looks over his shoulder, says shit. <laughs> and then, you know, outside, Batman's watching the building explode. Yep. 
It's like, okay, Batman. <laughs> it reminded me of Begins, where he's like, I don't have to save you. Just, you know, let's Roz die. <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Well, at least he freed him up, allowed him to try to <laughs> escape. Gave him a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you have the shot of him in the elevator, you're like, uh, yeah. Tell the kids he made it. oh man oh yeah i like the shot where um we push in on batman's face uh reflecting the burning hellish Mm. amber in his eyes Mm -hmm. then his eyes get narrower (laughs) i added that part back to the kent farm barn dusk Oh, yeah, it was twilight, now it's dusk. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, we hear some clanging in the barn. Um, Superman's doing some, you know, heavy metal work. Presumably yep. with the lead, a glowing lead box. He'd be a cheap blacksmith because he wouldn't even a forge. <laughs> he just need his heat vision. Yeah. Oh, uh, I should have mentioned that at the very beginning. He actually had some uh, steady use of the heat vision with uh, saving the monument from going mm, down or somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Superman lets his <laughs> eyes turn red, it's like, ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't mess with him. <laughs> I feel like he could have had a much better um, second identity career as a blacksmith. Much more natural for him than a reporter. Yeah. Or at least easier. I don't know. Yeah. But then he can't keep his ear to the ground to hear what's going on. <laughs> yeah, That's the end of Man of Steel. I just quoted it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, he's uh, still working on his lead box. I, I don't know if it says... Yeah, he's making a lead box. Mm-hmm. It, it says that. And then uh, Lana randomly shows up. Uh, Clark puts on a t-shirt, so yeah, shirtless Superman for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Lana's like, come on, you gotta take a break to eat. Yeah, so, yeah, Clark's happy to see her, and she's just like, yeah, when I said later, did I mean today? Because I did. <laughs> uh, Yeah, he's... She, uh, he, she asks what he's working on, he's like, uh, you know, top secret. Uh... Oh, yeah. I like this. Uh, another human aspect of Clark is uh, Lana's going through the dishes for a drink. And she says, Clark Kent, you are a total thief. Where we see uh, a Welch's grape jelly jar <laughs> with uh, Archie and the company jamming on the side. <laughs> I don't know if they tried that or if it was... I guess they get it. <laughs> 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 jamming out yep jam the radar <laughs> oh man I need to stay on track here but yeah Clark's like yeah come on I had the rest I just needed to finish my collection and Lana's just like if the world only knew <laughs> I just like this scene is you know yeah. Clark is human even if he doesn't acknowledge it mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah, I guess he just randomly breaks down here <laughs> he's just like this is the only place where I feel Human. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It kind of felt like it came out of nowhere this time reading it. But uh, yeah, Lana tries to console him. She's like, it's okay. And just a nice uh, closing shot with just them standing in the window together. Yeah. Just like a tragic love story. Because mm-hmm. even reading it, I'm like, the first time, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think they're even going to get together at all. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, man. And then we cut to a shirtless Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Oh. That's right. Back to back shirtless heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then random one or one. Nope. <laughs> shirtless. <Wonder> <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong PG. No, yeah, they'd never do that. <laughs> well, James no. Cameron could get away with it. Yep. <laughs> could. Why not? They let him get away with anything. <laughs> In ten years, we only need actors. <laughs> It's all but, yeah. digital. <laughs> blue. It's the way of the future. It's Cameron Blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back at the back cave. Yeah. Oh, man. We need to stay on track here. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Bruce is working out on a set of gymnastic rings, which that seems very dated. Yeah. And I would not do that just because it would remind me of Robin. Hmm. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's working out. Kind of reminded me of uh this also reminded me of animated show. I could Yeah. I could see that. Did you watch Arrow at all when he does the um I haven't the pull-up ladder thing? Mm-mm. That'd be a much, you know. Yeah, it's just I just imagine a hardcore workout for Batman. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> fucking gymnastic rings. Yeah. I don't like know. even it's in the weird. Yeah, in Dawn of Justice, you know, he does some like actual like hard workout. Mhm. It's just like yeah, much easier to sell, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then he just randomly stops his workout and says, Alfred, I need the car. <laughs> Which I think if I was going to rewrite this, I'd just have Alfred show up and say, the car is ready, sir. Mm, yeah. I don't know why. Cause just, just have him cut out all of his working lines. out. Yeah. Cut out all of his lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, after act one, I think I would work. Yeah. I think so. Well, okay. Well, act one, then the uh, talk with Clark. Cut, cut out and then cut. At, all of his lines out of act two. I think that would work. Most of them, yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, then we see the Batmobile. Actually, no, tomorrow's Batmobile, <laughs> as written in the script. Sharper jet black lines, which I kind of imagine the Tumblr, but maybe like mm. a sleeker version. Yeah. Like a more, uh, like commercial version of it less like maybe, military style maybe mixed between that and uh like uh tim burton's batmobile mm, yeah maybe just streamlined but still with like you know hard lines yeah i can see that uh then we cut to the <laughs> uh, upstate forest where Batman explodes out of a rock wall. <laughs> I'm sure it's like a actual cave mouth, but it just says a sheer rock wall. <laughs> oh, hidden doorway, it says. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a garage door. Just Basically. <laughs> a hinged rock wall that lifts up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yep. 
he is in the Batmobile tearing off for Gotham. Then we cut back to the Kent house. Evening. Later. I don't know why they write that stuff. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, uh, Lon actually brought over a bunch of takeout. And uh, Clark says, you're one hell of a cook. True. <laughs> Just a nice little touch between these two. Yeah. It shows you, like, the normal routine with these guys. Mm. Batman's like, vengeance. Yeah. And Superman's like, I'm human, right? <laughs> yeah, and I like <laughs> Lana's line here where she's like, hot sauce. And then he, like, yeah. looks at her and she's like, not a nickname. She, like, taps her <laughs> mouth. <laughs> then he wipes his mouth with a napkin. Yeah. She has some really, like, really good dialogue in here. Yeah. Not that anybody has bad dialogue except for Batman. <laughs> but, uh... There's a good writer in here, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, so Lana's trying to, you know, she's still digging at him. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And he's talking back. You know, like, he's looking back at uh, his life. He says, uh, that car today in the lake. It's just a river. It was in the river. <laughs> but anyway, uh, apparently Lex wrecked that car to prove somehow that Clark was Superman back in the day. And Clark said he just forgot about that car, just left it there, and the kid almost drowned inside of it. And he just feels responsible. And Lana's trying to like be like, "What? No, you couldn't have foreseen that." And obviously, he's just you know going back and forth between that, how that worked out, and the terrorist mm. with Elizabeth. He's just like, "I guess that's not what I'm worried about," you know. And then they go for a walk, a romantic walk. Yeah, this is kind of weird imagery. So they go for a walk in the purple fields. Yeah. <laughs> escorted by occasional fireflies. It's like, uh, it's it's it sounds like they're trying to mention something that we should already know about. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the purple else, fields are. Unless it's just like some way the, uh, well, it says nighttime. Hmm. You think with like the right lighting, maybe um, green could look purple. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Um, Aside from that misstep, uh, Clark's just like, I've spent the last 20 years dictating what's right, what's wrong, who can live, who can die. My code. But I'm not one of you. None of this is mine. Not this sky, not these fields, those stars. Even our flesh is different. And just, you know, we get a deeper and deeper sense that uh, Bruce's last dialogue to him has been, you know, mm. it's... Did a real number on his psyche overall. Yeah. And, yeah, Clark just keeps wondering, you know, why he bothers, apparently. He just wants to be a normal guy. And, you know, Lana's trying to talk him out of it. She's like, no, you're meant for bigger things. And then we go over the last time they met, apparently, (laughs) was... uh, Is that that this scene? No, this isn't the last time they met. This is uh, the first time... He told her he was Superman. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he just uh, hugged her back in the day, and they flew off. And back in the day, she was like, "Oh man, he's gonna ask me to marry him," and he did not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Boy, was I wrong!" <laughs> yeah. With a sad laugh, yeah. even though we're laughing. But then Clark's like, "Oh shit." I doubt he swears, but he saved it. That's <laughs> Shit, <what> I <laughs> Lana. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, she said it was a you know a powerful moment for both of them because, um, uh, you know she knew that she would never have Clark, but she knew that the world would have Superman, mm. basically. And she said, "I didn't fall in love with Superman. I fell in love with Clark." Yep. And um, yeah, just yeah, it's a heart wrenching scene right here. I think. Yeah. But you know, great dialogue too, and they actually do a kiss in the end. No, it's and they kiss for all the years lost, and the kiss is good. <laughs> and he kissed her long <laughs> and good. <laughs> I just wonder if anybody ever reads our scripts and says, like, oh, man. <laughs> he wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, man. Yeah. But this I, is the first time I thought about that. I do like uh, Lana's line here about the night that he told her he was Superman. And mm-hmm. she's like, it was the strangest, the most beautiful, and worst night of my life. Yeah. Very developed character. Mm-hmm. She kind of had to be because everybody else got like all those one-liners at the beginning of the script. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, he went through that. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, definitely slows the story down overall. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, nice scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still good scenes. Oh man. And then he followed this up <laughs> with uh, Batman in uniform at the, an old cemetery. Yep. Uh, you know, fog is shrouding the night. Uh, crooked gravestones, leafless trees, and they're intercutting this with uh, uh, Lana waking up in the middle of the night. I think. Yeah. Or, she moves her yeah, arm she, across the sheets, and Clark's and not there. Clark, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she's trying to, you know, find him. I think. Mm-hmm. And oh man, this is so. <laughs> This is hard to read. I could imagine watching it like this. <laughs> but uh Batman's actually digging a grave up. Mm-hmm. With uh yeah, he has a you know a crowbar. grave digging tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well the headstone reads Jack Napier. I'm sure Deprima has something to say about that. <laughs> Cause I have no idea. Yeah. Sounds sounds familiar. Oh, and I love how that's that's what's on the headstone, yeah. but amongst the graffiti and pentagrams, someone has scratched the name, the Joker. Mm. I'm just like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, powerful. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to uh, uh, Clark's bunker, where uh, he's actually opening up the ship, where uh, the ship is like, oh. Warning, danger, Will Robinson. Kryptonite radiation <laughs> levels exceed maximum tolerance. And he's just like, do it! <laughs> Back to your Tuco? <laughs> no, that was, um, shit. Ninja Turtles, who said that? Just do it! Ninja Turtles 2, Raphael, whenever Donnie's like, it could crash the whole system. Do it! <laughs> Oh, I'd love to be the voice of Raphael. That'd be so <laughs> amazing. Damn! 
Anyway. Oh, man, I'm getting so off here. <laughs> We're talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Next script. Oh, man. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay on target here. <laughs> I really am. But, yeah, anyway, uh, Superman is opening up the ship to where there's a chunk of kryptonite, um, you know, powerful glowing. Uh, we see instantly he's just, like, dying. Yeah. Being emerged. And, it's uh, that much kryptonite that he's just like can't handle yeah. it for a second. He even has a long pair of tongs for it, but you know, <laughs> with all the green light on him, we can just see him. Ugh, you know. Yeah. And we're like, uh, "What's this guy doing?" And then Batman's still working on the grave. Uh, we see sweat dripping down his masked face. That's where I realized, wow, he's really working hard. Yeah. Uh, back to the barn. Um. Clark actually puts the uh, kryptonite into the lead box. And Batman finally gets to the bottom of the coffin. And uh, they actually start moving. And, oh, man. I was like, what? <laughs> because uh, Clark finally shuts off the... He shuts the box on the kryptonite and puts the the mask, which is apparently laced with kryptonite, into the fuel <laughs> compartment and says commence engine startup yeah at this and point then, i thought he was just burning the evidence <laughs> me too i was like, like what are you what? doing what like, did he... you even study this <laughs> oh man uh yeah and... that's exactly what i thought i'm like <laughs> i was like um, wow really clark gotta get away? seriously yeah yeah but apparently, uh, the sundial readout flickers into life. I still don't know what that means. Yeah. Apparently, he carries a disc around with him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of hard to read. But uh, Batman finally breaks open the coffin. No, no, the the coffin opens itself and springs wide. It is <laughs> a paper mache Joker in the box <laughs> with a recorded laughter going off and i'm just like oh man yes yeah. that's, that's worse than a corpse i think <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and then uh back to the kent farm uh ship just i think it shuts down says analyze and fuel sample mm-hmm. but then the mask still burns away yep so i'm like okay like you're analyzing it but you destroyed it yeah <laughs> It's kind of interesting if you think about it. He never uses the Fortress of Solitude or anything here. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm like his old family farm has become his Fortress of Solitude. Makes sense, mm-hmm. I guess, because he feels human here. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you know, we're seeing Batman uh, making his presence known again, interrogating people. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, Superman wants to find this murderer, too. So what is he doing in Smallville? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what could he possibly be working on with the lead? And then it starts to click here. Yeah. He's, he is actually doing some detective work out here. Because mm-hmm. if you watch the animated series, um, it actually really opened my eyes to he is a you know highly in, intelligent detective. Hmm. But anyway, Batman goes uh, batshit crazy. <laughs> I... Didn't even try that. 
but he just <laughs> starts smashing the shit out of the, you know, Joker pinata with yeah. the crowbar. And yeah, <laughs> not a great day. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, then the bag and mask are finally, you know, gone, and yeah, it's just... kind of weird. There's like uh whatever mist or something was comes out of the mask like a yeah taunting shape of a laughing green ghost yeah <laughs> that's a little too much for me yeah and it made me think animated again uh and then i read this wrong at first i thought batman threw the entire coffin out of the grave <laughs> uh. but it was just the uh paper mache part yeah and then the the rest of the, ca- the coffin is empty and then this is when we get the uh, Batman just gets out and just starts screaming in the <laughs> sky. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what do you think of the sequence? Um, pretty good. Uh, like <laughs> I definitely liked the back and forth between mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman's, you know, slow detective work and the misdirection of like. Wow, Clark's just uh, <laughs> trying to erase his mistakes here. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, this whole Batman cemetery scene is horrifying. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I can definitely see uh, the connection to Seven here. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> That's... That's a hell of a connection, but I can't deny it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just like, man, <laughs> I don't even know what to think of this. Like, yeah. L- like, most of me was hoping that Joker was going to be the only villain here. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know how Superman is going to lose to him. <laughs> or at least put up a fight against him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then if you think about it, I mean, anything can happen. Mm hmm. So yeah, um, pretty powerful little montage. Yep. And then we go back to the Batmobile, where, uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't even write. Uh, I didn't write a summary for this. If you couldn't tell, because <laughs> I thought we did. Uh, we did Office Space. And I was reading off the summary, like. I don't think I even need this. I remember most of this stuff. <laughs> but if it's not right in front of me now, I'm like, oh, I should have wrote something. But yeah, we get the hint that uh, something's going on inside Gotham. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point, Batman's ready to just, you know, punch through a wall. So yeah, he uses afterburners. He's just like, all right, let's do this. Citizens Plaza. Where uh, we find uh, the bat signal is actually being unbolted from a s- historical placard, <laughs> and uh, lifted around, being worked around with a w- forklift and stuff by two men, but both are too tall and too lanky, wearing an identical tuxedos. We do not see their faces. So you know, I kind of look for a part in all of our scripts where I'm like, we could play that. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we could have two Eric's. <laughs> And then you can play uh, Jeeves 3 and 4. <laughs> yeah, why not? 
I play one and two, and you play three and four. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are so creepy. But yeah, we just get these. Uh, yeah, there's some dead cops nearby, and these guys are just you know going about their business. <laughs> Batman shows up. Oh man, that's public property. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> Because <laughs> he just kind of parks the Batmobile and jumps yeah. out. And hey, says that you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we see uh, the face of Jeeves one. His face is pale, black eyes, and his lips are sewn shut. Mm. And I don't even know what this thing's supposed to be. It's so creepy just to we- think about. Yeah. Because it's just like fighting this tentacle alien somehow, <laughs> I assume. Uh, really fast, but Batman's faster. Uh, they still have like this, you know. <laughs> I love how these guess... guys are on like drugs that make them enhanced and Batman's still faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, peak physical condition. Yeah. What can you say? It's also kind of weird. Batman whips out a uh, a club from his utility belt. <laughs> yeah, like he needs it. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, um, he's beating up Jeeves, but uh, apparently no effect. So that's kind of mm. you know dark. Uh, a little more fighting, and then we have some voiceover from nearby, and we slowly <laughs> have the reveal of Joker. Working his way up to his, you know, his own introduction. Yep, being his... He just uh, built, <laughs> building up as big as he can. Dramatic self. So You know how he likes to make an entrance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, um, this threw me off. He calls him... He introduced himself as the Harlequin of Horror. <laughs> but so far, it only says voice off screen. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, is this... Harley Quinn in this? Because <laughs> that would have been so much creepier if she just dug uh, up his corpse. Yeah. Just to keep around. <laughs> oh. But no, he finally uh, jumps on top of uh, his armored car and says, It's me, the Joker. I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> yeah, see, it's me, the Joker. <laughs> 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 Joking around, see? Just making a few laughs, see? I'll give you up for you tell me what's wrong. together Zach <laughs> say oh man oh. Oh. I know for sure if there's one villain I could never play it's Joker <laughs> yeah even before I did that 
But yeah. Um. Oh man. Anyway, obviously, <laughs> Batman is stunned, mm-hmm. horrified, and he's just like, "How?" Yeah, nothing after that. And Joker's like, "That's all you got to say." <laughs> I didn't even try to do the accent; it just came out. But yeah, Joker's like, "Come on!" He made this big entrance, and you're just gonna say what? But yeah, he's like, "Well, I'll see you later." <laughs> big gulps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, the Jeeves load the they finish loading the bat signal into the van armored car whatever and all three jump in the car and start racing out of the scene which is yeah batman quickly follows obviously yep. not wasting any time yep a uh, pretty cool chasing i thought yeah i thought so uh going through uh most of gotham um dodging pedestrians uh batman actually gets the uh does he have a yeah he dodges a flamethrower mm-hmm and actually gets ahead of Joker, lets out an oil stream, gets them stopped, turns around, he's ready to ram into him pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a game of chicken then. Or something. Yeah. But then obviously Joker cheats with a uh, you know, rocket. Yeah. Blows up the Batmobile with one hit. Yeah. But uh, luckily, obviously, Batman ejects just in time, then uses the grappling hook. Which I every time he uses the grappling hook, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want one. <laughs> uh, gets onto the truck eventually, uh, kind of glides down his way back to him, and uh, tries to punch through the bulletproof glass <laughs> of the armored truck. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, because he obviously knows this is an armored truck. So yeah, he just takes out his batarang and just scratches an X and starts punching it. And gets through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love how Joker's like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, plenty of explosions in this scene, just even before the rocket and uh, all this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I really like this chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends with, you know, Joker slamming the brakes and just the worst way for Batman to, <laughs> you know lose this chase because just falls on the ground yeah <laughs> and joker looks like he's gonna run into him but he stops short just starts you know curb stomping him well <laughs> just kicking him well yeah Cur- By the Cur- curb. Curb, st- <laughs> curb stomp is a little uh Excessive. final <laughs> yeah you're right you're right that's a that's a fatal blow right there yeah and the jeeves stop him from killing him anyway yeah well, I guess he probably would have if they didn't stop him. Yeah. And he's like, all right, guys, you're right. And this is when he starts talking shit about uh, Elizabeth. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's just like, this is where you put it together. How did uh, Joker know about Batman and Bruce? Hmm. I don't know. For me, anyway, I'm just like, oh, man. Did he know this before he died? Or what's going on here? Yeah. Don't really get an answer to that, I don't think. That probably doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, Batman obviously loses the night here. Uh, Joker takes off. And Joker's just like, yep, gonna die soon. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the reason. Yeah. And yeah, just a horrible just, scene for Batman. Yep, lays 
Batman just lays there bleeding and <laughs> yep yep will Batman survive the Joker's punishment find out next time on the exciting conclusion of Asylum